Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, my next guest was one of the earliest COVID cases in the country. And Aoife Moore, mum of two young children, is still experiencing intense systems, symptoms one year after her initial diagnosis. She's one of the many who is suffering from what is called long COVID. And I'm delighted to say Aoife Moore joins me. Good morning to you, Aoife. Good morning, Patricia. And you are very welcome. Can you hear me OK? I can hear you, yeah. Can you hear okay, you? Uh, you're very, I, I, I'll just get John Paul to come in because you're very low on this side. I'm, I'm certainly hearing you okay, but it is rather low. So if we can just turn you up a little bit. Okay, all right, listen, I suppose let's start at the beginning, uh, Aoife. This time last year, we were coming up to St. Patrick's Day. It was on St. Patrick's Day that you started getting symptoms. What symptoms did you actually get? Um, it was actually just before, it was a weekend just before St. Patrick's Day. So it was uh, Friday the 13th. It was the first day that the schools were closed. Um, there was no there was no deaths in Ireland at the time. There's only 90 cases in, 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 the, in the east. There was nothing in the west. And then I started feeling unwell. I started just, I thought I had, uh, my kids had uh, tonsillitis and I thought I was coming down with that. Um, just feeling really unwell. Um, the weekend I was really cold. I just couldn't get warm. And then the day before St. Patrick's Day, that's when the cough started. And uh, that was unmistakable. So I kind of describe it like um, kind of like a, a grating cough, like your lungs were on fire, like they were being grated. Um, Did you know just, immediately I'm in trouble here? This is COVID. I mean, you kind of say to yourself, like, am I being overdramatic here? Is this, you know, is probably chest infection is probably, one, you know, the dose the kids had. Um, but I did feel like it was something that I haven't had before, you know. Um, and I was worried. So I went to my GP. Well, I called the GP, but obviously they didn't have an appointment on that Monday. The next day was uh, St. Patrick's Day. So I had to wait until the day after. Uh, at the time, people were still going into the GP. I know it's on the phone now. Um, and I went in and he was kind of like, I, it, you know, it's highly unlikely. You haven't, you're not a healthcare worker. You haven't been anywhere unusual, um, been abroad or been in contact with anyone with it. So it's highly unlikely that you do have it. Um, but I'll send you for a test anyway. Um, at the time, there was huge delays in getting tests. So he sent me for a test uh, that was on the 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day. I didn't actually get the test until the 25th of March. And then I know. And then I didn't get the results because they were sending them off to Germany. I believe there was a delay in getting the results back. I didn't get the results until the 8th of April. 
So you're looking at almost a month from the onset of, you know, symptoms to, to when I actually got the, the positive diagnosis. And how were you feeling um, during all of that time? Uh, I have to say the first three weeks were probably the most harrowing of it all. Um, they were... Uh, I, I felt like I was in and out of consciousness. I didn't feel like I was asleep or awake. Um, my husband was very worried about me. Before my test, he actually brought me back into the doctor and he, he was he just bundled me into the car, two kids in the back, and just said, you have to do something. There's, you know, she's, she's not right. Um, and I just was, the cough was relentless. Um, you kind of would feel shaky all over. Um, you just had aches and pains everywhere, especially in all your joints. And it was just really, as I said, I felt like I was in and out of consciousness, so I wasn't really fully aware of it all the time. Um, my husband would come up and he would, um, you know, give me two paracetamol or whatever. And uh, then a half an hour later, he'd come up with tea and toast, just to try and get something into me or soup or whatever. Um, really, really unwell. It was scary. It really was scary. Um, at one point um i was i was lucky enough in that when i did go into that doctor just before i got the test which kind of did put my mind at ease they they checked my o2 uh, levels and they were okay so you know my lungs were young and strong as thank god so um, on the 8th exactly. of april on the 8th of april when you get the results to say you know hi eva you're covid positive uh, at that stage where were you symptoms wise um i was still bed bound I was still coughing um, and, and really badly as well. And um, we still had aches and pains everywhere. And I was kind of asking, well, how, how long more is this going to, to last? And they said, there's there's no reason medically why you shouldn't recover from this. And just maybe you got a bad, bad bout and it's just going to take a little bit longer. Um, and so it just went on. Now, you have to remember the whole time is that I was asking, am I now, you know, because it's a month later, am I now, you know, I know I still have the symptoms, but am I still contagious? And uh, they couldn't answer that at the time. And so they were like, you need to continue to self-isolate. So this whole time we're in complete lockdown, as in we're not leaving our house at all. We're getting uh, friends and family are dropping things to the shed and we're we're taking them in that way. We're not um, going to the supermarket or anything. We're not going anywhere. And that went on for another month and, and eventually we just had to, you know, call them back and say, can, can I get tested again to see if I have any active virus? Because I still have the symptoms. Um, but, I, I, you know, we need to be able to go to the shop. We need to be able to, you know, go go get medicine if we need to get medicine or whatever the case may be. And so on the 19th of May, then I got tested again and it came back as negative. So even though I still had severe symptoms, I'd say I still had severe symptoms um, up until midsummer, and then it kind of eased. And did bit. anybody else in the house get it? No, no. no. Thankfully, thankfully. Um, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I would imagine they were asymptomatic. I imagine that they did have it, and they just had very mild, if any, symptoms. Because it, I just don't know how it would have been possible for my husband not to get it. Do you know what I mean? Because he was my main carer, yeah. so he had to come into me. Do you know what I mean? Um. The kids, you know, it was it was really hard on the kids because my my son last year, he got diagnosed with autism. He's three uh, for for this very soon, actually. Um, and he, you know, I was his main person. And next thing you know, I disappear off the, the face of the earth, um, you know, for effectively for a month. And that was 
that was particularly hard on him. You know, he regressed a little bit and, you know, it was it was tough to hear, you know, your kid crying for you and, and you can't. And you can't, can't get, get out of bed, bed to, go, to go, go and see him. And at, at yeah. was there a point where you started thinking, is this ever going to go away? Yeah, um, I suppose that like the doctors keep saying there's there's no reason why you shouldn't. And kind of like, you know, it's a it's a long drawn out, obviously, post viral symptoms that you have. And they kind of said this could be your summer. So I, I almost kind of put the head down and said, right, if I get through the summer, you know, I'll start feeling better in September. And I didn't. In fact, I probably pushed myself too far. And I had what I what would consider a relapse in September where it kind of feels like you're getting similar symptoms to what it was like at the start. And you kind of get that kind of, oh, God, am I get, you know, people are saying I'm getting uh, infected with COVID twice. It's more than likely it's just, a, you know, what I consider to be a reactivation within your body of the symptoms. Um, and I was just pretty bad in September. And then it just, you know, I, I kind of went to my doctor and said, look, I'm trying everything. I'm taking all the vitamins and minerals. I'm, you know, getting acupuncture. I'm doing restorative Pilates. I'm trying to kind of you know, build up my muscles and, and things like that, um, balancing between doing too much or too little. Um, but, you know, nothing is, it's not going away. So she said, OK, I'm going to refer you on to a rheumatologist because pain at the, at that time was probably the worst pain and the and the chronic fatigue, um, which kind of go hand in hand, because the way I describe chronic fatigue is that if you had to keep your two hands out in front of you, eventually no matter how fit you are you're going to have aches in your muscles and you're going to want to drop your hands and that's what chronic fatigue feels like and so you get that muscle it's a whole body thing and you get that muscle pain especially for me in my in my legs and um so she referred me on to a rheumatologist because i did have swelling and things like that but then you're waiting three months to see a rheumatologist and the situation is now I'm waiting to see I've, I've had a video call with a respiratory consultant because I, the cough never leaves you. Um, it gets better and it, you, you know, it, it definitely isn't. Th- but if I laugh too much or if, like something really funny on TV or if I cry too hard, I'll get a coughing fit. And it's that awful chest pain that you get again. And it's just... Uh, sounds know, horrendous. It just sounds yeah. horrend- horrendous. And is it because it's all so new that nobody really knows how to deal with you, how to treat you, you know, what treatments, what services? Is there anything available to you? Well, you see, this is the thing is that, um, and I suppose that the, the reason that I, you know, kind of getting the word out there about long COVID is because, you know, we don't have any kind of what we can, what we would need is really a, like a multidisciplinary nationwide COVID clinics is what we need um, and we don't have anything like that. The only COVID clinics that there are in the country, I believe there are two in Cork, there's one or, um, and there's a few in Dublin. Uh, some of the ones in Dublin are only if you were hospitalised with COVID can you go to those clinics. I wasn't hospitalised so I thank can't God. go to those clinics. Uh, thank God, exactly. Um, but I can't get any you know, help now because I didn't go to those to those clinics. But there is one now that's after opening that I believe is in Tala that I believe is open. But you're um, in but Galway. Again, you have to. I know that's why we needed nationwide. Like the GPs, they're fantastic and they're they're the first kind of line of defence. But they don't have any uh, procedures or strategies on how to treat their patients. Um, they don't really know where to go. They just have to kind of look at you and go right. Okay, this is your main symptom. I think you should go here, there, and everywhere. Um, and they refer you and then you're three, you know, three months plus waiting um, to get seen. And then with lockdown, 
Um, like I want my respiratory consultant and my rheumatologist, they both want to do a CT scan on my chest. They want to bring me in and do a few tests. But because I'm not seen as a as an urgent case, and I understand it too, because I know the health service is under under a lot of pressure. I'm not seen as urgent, therefore I'm not. Um, my appointments are pushed out and out and out. I have an immune uh, immunologist uh, appointment uh, for the immunology clinic in Galway, and that's pushed out because again, it's seen as uh, you know I'm just being investigated. They're just tests. You know they know my diagnosis. They don't need to do that. So it's just that the GPs are the first line of defence, but they don't ha- they don't know what to do. And then, um, you know, there's nowhere the way you go in. Like a lot of people are getting, for me, my heart. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we're on, uh, we're on a call me. Uh, we may need to uh, get Aoife back again because where she is in Galway, we couldn't have her on her mobile phone because she's got no mobile signal. She's got really good broadband. So that's why we're using this uh, call me app instead, which works, works perfectly when broadband is working perfectly. It works perfectly. But every now and again, it can just go down uh, like that is um are we back? Let me just check and see. Are we back with you, Aoife? No, I see uh, John Paul is trying to uh, get th- get through to her, but she's painting a really tough, tough life for somebody, you know, a young mother with two children who was leading a, such an active life. It is just incredible how she can be left so debilitated a year on after having uh, COVID. And as we know, the condition is called long COVID, but it's what, what is now needed. And it's one of the reasons that IFA is going public is that the government and the Department of Health and the HSE need to start setting up some kind of, you know, disciplinary post-COVID 
clinics and they need to be operated all over the country you know not just one here in Cork or one in Dublin uh, they, uh, you're back with the Seafer you are you, hello can you hear me yeah, yeah you, you, you're Hi, back yeah, yeah I was just having a bit of a rant on your behalf saying it's just incredible <laughs> and I can see listeners saying that poor girl somebody says it's just incredible have you any idea or, or is, is there are there any numbers on how many people are possibly suffering from long COVID well, I suppose this is the interesting kind of um, thing in it is that I suppose nobody, there's no definitive study in Ireland, really, or no, ex, you know, very large study in Ireland. But from what we know from other studies, we'll say, for example, in the UK, they did a, there was a sample size of 8,200 uh, people. And they roughly said that um, 20% of people could have long lasting symptoms. Um, so, you know, if we look, if we apply those statistics to Ireland, you're looking at, I think, about 225,000. Um, a lot of people. And so, sorry, 225,000 people have tested positive. So if, if you look at 20% of that, that's 45,000 people in Ireland. Um, and so it's, like, it's very much a, a, it's a cautionary tale as well, Aoife, to people who very naively, stupidly and dare I say ignorantly believe, I'm oh, sure I don't care about getting COVID. I'm young. If I get it, I'll be fine. It'll only be like a flu. You have no way of knowing yeah. when you get COVID what the long term implications are. Well, that's it. That's exactly it. You just you don't know how your body's going to react to it. If you think you're. You know, you're. It's not. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. If you say, "Oh, I'm very strong. I can weather anything," uh, you know, that's got nothing to do with it. It affect. It, it doesn't discriminate. Um, you know, and and you don't know how your body's going to react to it. And I suppose, like for me, it affects every single part of of my life. You know, my my. You know, it affects you. You know, mentally and emotionally. You know, these four walls in my bedroom are kind of, you know, and my cat. That's 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 my day. You know, most days. And what um, was life you know, like for Aoife Moore before COVID? I was kind of uh, always constantly busy, always doing something and always have a million things, you know, in the air. And that's been something really hard to kind of pare back on. I've had to, you know, I can never accept that this is the way my life is going to be. But I've had to accept that I, I cannot physically do the things that I used to be able to do. So I've had to drop things. So I, I you know... I was involved in working with Erin um, Darcy, who released a book in her shoes and I was uh, managing her and I've just had to basically kind of, you know, step back from that role. I've had, you know, I've been involved in various committees uh, on a voluntary basis, um, Direct Provision Kids Club, we used to fundraise for, for kids in direct provision. I've had to step back from that. Um, I was always doing something, always busy, always on the go and I've completely had to just kind of you know, put my recovery first, which means, you know, putting a lot of other people second. And unfortunately, the person who who's most affected is my husband, you know, and my kids. You know, he used to be my, you know, partner in crime. He's, you know, we were a team and now he's effectively my carer. My God, it's um, tough going. It's tough going with two little kids as well. Well, that's it. Like he has to do the school run. He works from home. He's a software engineer. He works from home, you know, but he has to do the dinner. He does the cleaning. You know, it's just kind of all on his shoulders, you know, and. Um, and where do you go to for support outside of your husband and family? Um, I do have, uh, you know, my, my mother and my sister, and I also have a fantastic tribe of women who are, are really good friends, um, you know, and they kind of keep you going, 
you know, they still ask, you know, how you're doing, even though the, the answer doesn't really change. And so, you know, that's that's kind of good. Um, I remember that my doctor referred me for the HSC um, counselling service, which is a service that was available for people who had COVID. And uh, it was referred back in September and that's just come through now. So, um, you know, there's major delays there, whatever else. But so I do have that that counselling service as an option. Um, that Facebook group that was set up? Yeah, the Facebook group is the, probably the biggest one is uh, Long COVID um, Ireland. So it's it got, there's about 1,600 people on there currently at the moment. And I would really kind of urge any listeners who, who have, you know, long COVID symptoms or even if they've just been diagnosed with, with um, COVID because there is a document on there that's the first 30 days and kind of things that you can do and things that will help you. Because um, like that, you don't know if you're going to be one of those people. I really hope you're not but you don't know. Um, so long COVID cases, um, Ireland, it, it's a Facebook group and it's um, it's run by Claire Toomey and uh, she set it up, I think, last summer. Um, and it's just a place where you can kind of go to where peop- other people who have it, who get it, you know, and who can kind of say, you know, they're, they're kind of like a, a support kind of, you know, they understand, I suppose because they're going through the exact same thing. And if, you know, they have any helpful tips or anything like that, you know, that's where you can get some some information. Um, So I think that's that's a, you know, a really important resource. We're so lucky. Yeah. And and, and that's your message to people this morning, Aoife, is to reach out. What's the name of that Facebook group? Um, It's uh, Long Covid Ireland. Long Covid Ireland. Okay, but but it is important. They have a website and they have Twitter, but I think it's Facebook is really that they're Okay, because because I'm sure there are times and have been times during the year where it's almost like that's why I'm so glad to hear you're going for counselling. Where you must think I'm going off my head. How can I still be feeling this unwell when everybody else seems to be bouncing back? Oh yeah, hundred percent. You're kind of like going, you know. The thing is, though, it is a very physical thing. It is there is very real symptoms. Do you know what I mean? So it's not, um, you know, I have done that that thing where I kind of push myself to kind of go snap out of this you're okay you're fine you have to be fine by now you know and you kind of m- make yourself do things um and then you get a relapse and you're you're in bed for a week and it's just it's not worth it do you know what i mean um so it's learning learning to live with it and learning to know what what is too far and what's not enough and it's you know it is it is mentally mentally emotionally it's it's hard it's tough you know, it's physically hard. It's, it affects everything. It affects your relationships, affects your financial situation. Like I will try almost anything to see if that'll help my symptoms at all, you know. Um, yeah. Well, hang in there. Hang in there. You, and you're a great advocate on behalf of other people because there will be many others who will be sitting at home saying that's exactly what I'm going through. Uh, but you've articulated it uh, so well. Stay safe, uh, Aoife. Uh, we do wish you, you the speediest much. of recoveries. And thanks a million for joining us and sharing your story with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. That is uh, Aoife Moore, a young mother from Galway, just sharing her experience of what it is like to live with uh, long uh, COVID. Sounds horrendous. 1850 333 103. And by the way, to 
the couple of people who were onto us about getting a text message from the doctor and of course we're also fearful of the amount of scams that are doing the rounds at the moment and this was a text message from their GP about getting their vaccine. Hi Patricia, I got one of those texts from my doctor in Mallow on Friday night. I checked with the doctor this morning and it is genuine. Isn't it amazing how people are just not clicking straight away when they see a text come in and Breathe who kicked this off this morning because her sister got the text but they were looking for her her PPS number her age, email details and that just made Breathe a little bit nervous so the sister was waiting to ring the doctors this morning. Breathe has been on to say uh, but yes the text inviting my sister to register for the vaccine was genuine. The surgery issued them late Friday night so just to let other people know but if you're anyway nervous, anyway concerned and it doesn't look like it has come from your GP practice do exactly what those ladies did you wait until the GP practice is open and then you ring them on the number that you normally ring them on and make be 100% sure before you click on any link or give out any kind of information 1850 333 103 Court today on C103 with John Cusack Insurance's Kinsale now part of McCarthy Insurance Group they don't just talk the talk they walk the walk cmig.ie Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 